Hey all, this is Joe at Frequency. Glad you're joining us for another Amped interview. Just a a quick couple of words before we get started. We're uh, talking with Jason Roy, the lead singer of Building 429, and we caught up with him as he was on the tour bus uh, between uh, stops. And uh, we're just grateful that uh, he took a little bit of time in their busy schedule to uh, let us in on what's behind their new album, which releases today, this being Friday, September 25th. Hi, this is Joe Brookhouse. Welcome to the Frequency Amped interview. We're uh, welcoming as our special guest today, Jason Roy, lead vocalist of Building 429. And he's uh, taken time out of a hectic touring schedule to chat with us. So, uh, sir, thank you very much for being here and welcome. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks so much for, for giving us a few, few minutes of your time. All right, well, back at you. Uh, I think the big <laughs> news is uh, on September 25th, you, uh, your new album, Unashamed, is coming out. Is, do I have that date correct? Yeah, you nailed it. September 25th. It's been about a about a, almost three years since the last one came out. So uh, yeah, it's a big one for us. Taking up much time away is 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 a lot, and so we're really excited about coming back around with a new record. Yeah, it seems like uh, if if you don't if you're not out there uh, every couple of years, uh, people wonder if you're still kicking. But uh, I think you guys are. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is. It is a world that we live in. It is a what have you done for for me lately uh, world, and you know we we've, we're kind of one of those bands that tours consistently. And this this record was a good one because we actually got to be able to to kind of have a few minutes to rest. Um, we actually got to be at home more to make the record, and that was just beautiful, you know. Oh yeah. Well, what, what does it mean for you to be home? I mean, where where is home, and and what what does life look like at home for you? Well, home is in four different is well three different states uh, for the guys in the band. Uh, I live I live in Tennessee. My guitar player lives in Tennessee. Jesse, um, our bass player lives in Kentucky, and our drummer lives in North Carolina. So when we get home, we kind of separate out and go our separate ways, which is I think part of the reason why we've been able to be a band for as long as we have. We're not in close quarters all all the time, you yeah. know. And, and as much as we love each other, we have we have lives that are separate from each other that really help us to kind of be able to be excited about getting back together again and going on the road. Yeah, that's that's kind of a that's probably one of our our kind of hidden strengths. And of course, now it doesn't mean that it's easy to make records, and it definitely doesn't mean it's easier to get together and do tour rehearsals. Um, so we have to make the most of the time that we do have together. And what's cool about this record is that we got to take a little break, and we were not playing many shows, and we all got to fly. You know, they flew into Nashville and they hung out and kind of relaxed and put two or three weeks in a studio together and knocked out a record and it, it, it was a lot of fun well I, i've been listening to the album I've been, i'm enjoying it quite a bit there's a some elements of funk definitely the high energy um but it sounds to me like you guys are having fun are you <laughs> yeah yeah you know at a, well first of all i didn't know that you heard the record and that's why i'm glad that you have you're the first person that I've talked to that actually had any idea what the record actually sounds like that's cool um <laughs> You know, um, the thing is, is we do have fun a lot. I mean, we do enjoy each other's company. And, you know, for us, um, you know, we're, we're far enough into this, this kind of career that, you know, there, there are challenges that consistently come with it. And if we don't enjoy what we're doing, if we don't make music that's fun, um, I, I just don't think we would have the heart to keep keep doing it. You know, if it was just a job or, or if it was just for the money or 
you know, for us, it really is because we love each other. We love what we're doing. We love the mission field. And, and so that, hopefully that does come through on the records as, as we've tried to consistently do. And one of the reasons why I think it does come through on the record is that that's the four of us playing those songs. Like we actually track together. And that's right. a rarity these days. So it's pretty cool. No, that is a rarity. Um, I mean, especially, you know, if you're based in Tennessee, you know how Nashville works. Um, you're not supposed to play on your own albums, right? But, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, in a lot of ways, you know, like you have these guys who are really talented front men or whatever, and and then, then the, the label props them up with a band of Nashville pros, and then the band has to go rehearse for five days or even longer, you know, right. to learn how to play it because they have to figure out how that pros did that. Well, that's just not the case for us. I mean, we and that's never really been the case for us. We've always... The only record that was kind of like that was our first record, and I played every instrument on the first record. Wow. The record had Glory Defined on it. Um, because for the for this specific purpose, that I didn't want it to be a Nashville record. Um, and, of course, that was now, you know, almost 10 years ago, and every record since then has been uh, the lineup that you know now. And so it's it's been one of those things where we've become studio pros in our own right, and it's really been great. That's quite unique, and... Uh... I think it's worthy of bragging rights. I know we're not supposed to boast, but, you know, I think that's uh, that sets you guys apart from many folks that are out there. Well, I mean, and there are other bands, though, that, that do. I mean, if we're going to brag about it, let's go ahead and brag about Big Daddy Weed. Those guys oh, yeah. play everything on their record. They're legit. They're the real thing. Um, let's, you know what I mean? Like, there's let's, let's brag on Mercy Me. Those guys are actually playing the music. And, yeah. And so there are bands out there that do it, and they stand the test of time, at least from what I've seen. And, and then sometimes there are bands that demand to do it, and they, they, don't, they only last one record. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've just found a good balance. Oh, yes, you have. Well, um, I brought a quote that um, I grabbed out of a, uh, an interview that you did at some point, so, uh, talking about the album and uh, how it came together. Let me just read it, if you don't mind. Yeah. We, we wanted to be more honest and transparent about our struggles with an audience that needs to hear it. The messiness of getting to the place of confidence and boldness is part of the journey that can't necessarily be skipped over. So is that really the foundation that comes together to uh, make Unashamed? Yes, both the uh, the actual word unashamed and how we live unashamed is based on that foundation, in my opinion. But also, you know, the record, um, our last record was a record called We Won't Be Shaken, and it was in every way an, like, a, like a, an aggressive statement record. You know, like we, we made that record with the intention of going, you know, almost to the point where it's almost like a high school football coach saying, stop being such a wimp, man, get up, fight, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like that, and that is that is, in fact, my nature. Uh, I'm a I'm a fighter by by nature, and so, you know, I don't. I I've spent a lifetime of not allowing myself to live in doubt and, and live in fear. I've, I've spent a lifetime, in some ways, kind of uh, ignoring those fears and doubts that I, in fact, do feel, and overcoming them by just fighting and keeping on believing and keeping on trusting that God's with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but on that record, the one thing that we, we, I think we kind of all recognized was that, you know, we want to meet people where, where they are. And a lot of the listeners of Christian music are just not there yet. You know, a lot of the listeners of Christian music are. But a, a large majority of the listeners who are listening to, um, to Christian records, they listen to them because they're in a moment of doubt and fear. Right. That's when they open up the record and listen. And... And I think for me, um, 
we just wanted to kind of acknowledge the messiness of our own lives and acknowledge the messiness of our stories and then um, and do that through song. But because I, because I don't know that you can really ever stand and say I'm unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ without also finding a place and a peace with being unashamed of your own story and how the gospel has changed you. Right. And you can't, you can't do that if you're not willing to acknowledge your failures. You can't do that if you're not willing to acknowledge that you have fallen short and that only by the grace of God have you gotten to where you are. And, and then you can stand boldly and say, you know, this is Jesus who I'm unashamed of. And by the way, my name is Jason Lloyd. This is what I have, where I have made mistakes, and I'm unashamed of that. You know why? Because God's grace was sufficient, and if it hadn't been for those moments where I failed and fell short, I would not know that his grace was real and, and tangible. And, um, and, and that's really the whole idea behind this record of unashamed, of just teaching people, hey, your story matters, and, uh, and you should be unashamed of your story, even if you're in the middle of the bout, even if you're in the middle of the, of the uh, addiction. Like, to know that God is faithful in those places um, is really kind of the, the idea of the Unashamed Record. That's ambitious, but certainly a, a worthy topic. I was uh, just reading in Romans today just about famous passage about, I do what I don't want to do. But it's through, through that that God's strength, His glory, His, his grace is, is uh, showing. So that's a lot of what Unashamed is about. Yeah, I mean, we say it like this. We say... You've heard everybody say this before, but one of the things that's just really impressed upon us during this record process was God God can't use perfect people because they get the glory. You know, He uses broken and and just distraught and messed up people because He gets all the glory. And, yeah. and there's that's the hope that I have, and that's why I can be unashamed of a, of, of, of a um, of a story. If you were to put on a top of, on a on a map, would just go all over the place. Would make no sense, but somehow brought me here. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Well, let me, uh, if you don't mind, let's talk about a few of the songs on the album because there were a few that jumped out to me, and I'm curious just to get your uh, your feedback on what they represent. I'm not sure if you necessarily were the songwriter, but you as the singer are going to have some perspective. Um, yeah. One of the first ones that uh, jumped out at me was Oceans Deep. Or Ocean Deep, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I did write all the songs on the record, and, and, okay. and I, I'm so thankful that that song jumped at you um, because I think that's the greatest admission of my frailty, um, the greatest admission of, of me not having it together is in Ocean Deep. Um, and I think that that's one of those special moments where I walk in the studio and, and I have that first verse done. Um, you know, would you look at me and my frailty? I've been living a lie, believing that I could earn this. And would you look at us? We say we know your love, and still we think if we fail, somehow you won't be enough. Um, that was just almost like just spoken. I, you know, I had the melody, I had everything, it just poured out. And, yeah. and, and, and why? Well, because that's quite literally the way I've lived my life. You know, I've, I've always believed that if I wasn't good enough, that God wouldn't... Let's just put it into Jason Roy terms. I'm the lead singer of a band. I'm, tomorrow night I'm playing a festival called Lifelight. There'll be 50,000 people there. If I don't sing the right right notes, if I don't say the right thing, then God's not going to be enough to change their, change people's lives. In fact, I might be the impediment 
that nice. somehow keeps people from knowing Jesus. So I have to be perfect. I have to be good. That that ran me ragged for years. Yeah, even if you um, know that that's not necessarily true, um, you, you, that's the inner dialogue, right? It is. It is. And it's and that song means so much to me because when we get to play it, I get to tell people, I get to say, speak out the words of fear and and speak out the words of, hey, this is how I felt. But God, you know, like, but, but his, his mercy is an ocean deep. And, and I think that that's something that I've found after traveling the world trying to find who I am and trying to be the best that I could possibly be and trying to measure up. And I've got to sound like Mark Millard as a vocalist. And I've got to be, we've got to be a band that's as big as, you know, I don't know, platinum selling, you know, switchfoot to matter. Um, I just kind of come to peace and say, God, your grace, your mercy is enough for me. And, and that really is kind of where that song came from. That's fantastic. Um, and that's pretty much what I took from it is it you know I'm a guy I'm 45 years old and uh, so much of you know my existence is about um, am I failing people am I failing myself and you know um, am I getting things done the right way um, and then being able to stop and go you know God's going to use me no matter what uh, and um, because he's perfect so yeah that song very much resonated with me and hearing the story behind it uh, all the more so all the more so yeah. thank you I'd still we think if we fail somehow you won't be enough but your mercy is an ocean deep your grace is washing over me your love is like a wildfire chasing after me your mercy is an ocean deep well, let me let me talk about another one. Um, obviously, "Impossible" is a huge single for you guys. Um, yeah. What ninety-five radio ads the first day, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was featured in the movie War Room. And, um, was yeah, that, was. Was that a song that came together as part of the movie, or is that something that was written completely apart and just happened to come together? You know what? The grace of God. I mean, we wrote that completely separately, and. The Kendrick uh, brothers heard it, they loved it, they put it in the movie, and then I hit it off with them, and we suddenly had this relationship with these guys that's just so special, and we're so encouraged by them. And to watch that movie go in and do what it did, just destroy some of the Hollywood heavyweights, is so exciting. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's one of those just God orchestrates it, and all of a sudden you've got a song in the movie, and, and everybody's like, you know, and not only do you have a song in a movie, but a movie that matters, and pretty cool. Well, in a movie that's well done. I mean, I yeah. do enough interviews and, and see enough Christian movies that I'm not necessarily impressed a lot of the time. And, right. And so it's nice to see something that is um, going toe-to-toe with some, you know, the great art that's secular. You know, so often it feels like we fall short. So kudos well, to them. it's funny. Yeah, isn't it funny how a great story can beat all the all the, you know, ultimately story is what does it, you know what I mean? And, and that story is fantastic. Uh, even, the, even the trailer at church brought a few people to tears, so. Yeah, totally. Let me throw out one more song. Um, 
And then just a couple a couple other questions, if you don't mind, if you're doing good. So the the last one I was going to throw out there is really the first song that starts the album is Eyes Up because the uh, the, the the way the drum kicks in and the energy of that, but the, uh, yeah. is, is a great uh, for, you know just melodically and just in terms of uh, I like to run. That's a great running song. That's one oh, of the songs I run to. Uh, what's that mean yeah. to you then? Yeah, you know um, that one is is. Uh, along the similar path of just going, you know, like, I, 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 it's written a very, a very similar time period as I wrote another song that, that was never even up for the record, but I posted it on Facebook and it was, it was four, it was a song called 491. Hmm. And, and, uh, that song was based on the idea of forgive your brother 70 times, seven times. How many times should you forgive? You know, that, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the idea I wrote it, that, that song right around the exact same time that I wrote Eyes Up. And and again, it was just one of those tunes that I just wanted to en- encourage people that God's not done with you yet. And he's not done with me yet. And ultimately, um, we kind of let ourselves get lost in our own doubt and fear sometimes. And that's probably the one thing that I think that maybe, maybe sometimes frustrates me a little bit about some of... Uh, some some music that I hear, it's wallowing, and I I am not a wallower. I can't wallow in in this mess, and and I think that that whole song, you know, with the idea of every day is not to climb, we're pushing harder just to fall behind, but we know the best is up ahead. Uh, that that lyric just flew out right on the back of writing 491. Uh, which again, if you ever want to, if anybody ever wants to watch that, go to our Facebook page. You can hear that song. Um, because I just written this whole song about like how hard it was when you made that final error, and you think you know like God's going to cast you into the pit of hell, you know? Right. Yeah. And and uh, and um, and so you know, with eyes up, I just wanted to just write this whole song about this reminder. Hey, you know what? When we get to the other side of this mountain that we're facing, we're going to see that God was unbelievably faithful and without that mountain we would not have known the character of God the way that we do now so we need to keep our eyes up uh, so we can so we can know that he's with us um, I say it like this oftentimes the mountain that is in our way is in fact the doorway through which God will show up and show himself faithful again and that's kind of the idea of eyes up so it's really about uh, perspective from from many different angles, it's your your perspective looking back, but also your perspective going through it, uh, where you're focusing. Exactly. Excellent. But uh, still, great song for running. I'm just going to throw that back out there. If, if folks out there are listening enjoy running, it's a great beat for for just kicking down the road. But uh, yeah, it's got that good tempo. It's got that good running tempo. That'll be when you kick up into high gear. Yeah, when it's uh, when you're running up that hill and you'd like to walk, uh, you can't do That's it. That's right. Can't do it to that song. <laughs> You gotta keep your eyes out Come on, keep your eyes out You and I will be alright, be alright God is always on our side, on our side Head out, don't you ever let out All your broken and all your mess Laying in the hands of His faithfulness Eyes out, yeah we're gonna I've had you on here for almost 20 minutes, and I want to be—I uh, want to honor your time. Just curious, uh, what 
music, books, movies, or whatever um, are currently inspiring you as a, a person who consumes art? Yeah, I, I would say, um, honestly, the War Room movie has inspired me. Yeah. Um, you know, back to prayer, back to the power of prayer. And we got to do, like, you know, four or five War Room events with the Kendrick Brothers, and, and I was inspired by them and their faith. And um, it's pretty cool uh, to, to see how how these guys are on fire for Jesus and and one of the things that's really jumped at me is that the favor of God will always trump cool. And and so with that mentality, you know, I've been atta- kind of attacking everything in building Fortune's world. God, God, let us be right in the center of Your will, and let us walk in Your favor. Um, because I don't, I don't. At, at this age, trying to be cool is where it starts sneaking in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're, yes. <laughs> You're thirty. You're thirty six, and you're like, oh man, I got to be as cool as that twenty two year old who's coming out with their new record, you know. And I'm like, you know what? Like, like God, keep me, keep me rooted in your favor, right in the middle of what you're doing. And uh, and believe it or not, um, my wife, I can't, I can't think of the name of it right now. My wife is reading through um, this book right now, like Jen Hatmaker's new book. Who Jen is just a sweetheart. And I'm sitting at the at the coffee table listening to a reader out loud, and it's pretty awesome. So whatever the name of that book is, I can't remember the name is, but that's what I'm. That's what's kind of inspiring both of us right now. It's pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you when we're done with this, I'll Google it and I'll make sure I put a link in for folks so they know uh, uh, what that book is, and we'll make sure that Jen gets some uh, some props for, for yeah, that absolutely. as well. She's a rock star, man. That girl's a sweetheart. So what's uh, what's coming up? You guys are doing Women of Faith tour. Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah. Well, the well, the Women of Faith tour is one of those things too for us where you know we've turned the corner as a band and intentionally have we turned that corner that that we don't want to be uh, you know we, we want to be uh, let me say this I've become a whole thing to all peace people so that some may be saved that's that's yes. what Paul said and yeah and um and so I'm so excited that God's opening doors for us to go and hang out with Sandy Patty with with Sheila Walsh, with all these, you know, Jen Hatmaker, and and all these amazing speakers uh, and women of God. And, and so we've been doing that tour, and it's just been one of the most amazing tours of our lives. Honestly, the first time we played, we were scared to death they were going to hate us. Yeah. Um, but but uh, it's been amazing to watch how people have reacted to uh, us and what we're doing. And we... Um, we're just consider that just a joy and a privilege. We're doing that tour right now, and that's, that's nationwide. And then uh, we go out uh, this winter. We're doing a tour with us and Plum oh, and New Song. It's nice. going to be a it's going to be a Christmas tour, and um, so we're headlining that. Plum's uh, kind of um, she's she's right she's direct support, and then New Song is kind of doing what they do with the Winter Jam thing on a Christmas tour. And then after that, there's massive news coming about what we're doing in the spring, but I'm not allowed to break that news because they would freak out. But just just watch for it. Really cool news coming for the spring. All right. And, and we should hear that in the spring, or we'll hear that? Uh, uh, some... I, I would say you know, we'll have the contract signed on that in the next two weeks. So you're going to hear about it probably in the next month or so, month and a half. And it's a, it's a big deal, you know. It's it's a. Yeah, we are not. I will tell you that we are not doing Winter Jam. But there's another. There's there's other tours going out, and we're going to be on a rather large tour that is coming to the West Coast, which will probably. 
I would guess would probably be out there in Portland, so we'll have to hang out. It'll be, it's going to be a good one. I will uh, make sure I'm attuned to the news, and I'm sure your friends over at Merge PR are going to let me know about it as soon as uh, the oh, yeah. gets dry. They're, they're doing good work over there for you guys. Yes, yes, they are. They're all. Such thing as impossible And nothing is unreachable When we trust the God of miracles We know, we know, we know That there's no such thing as impossible Well, so the album Unashamed is going to be is released on September 25th. It's one you're going to want to pick up. It doesn't matter whether you run or not, if you want to be inspired, if you just want somebody uh, to re- to relate to uh, in terms of journey and the messiness of life. This is this is a great release. I'm highly encouraged to check it out, and we'll provide links for it as soon as we post the album. Sir, we want to uh, thank you uh, for taking the time on that exciting bus ride to, to share the news of the new album and, and your heart behind the album. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your time, and I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, keep it up, man. And anytime you need me, just give us a ring. We'll be happy to jump back on. Well, I got your phone number now, so now you're 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 screwed. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview. I really enjoyed getting a chance to catch up with Jason and to hear the heart behind that new album. I do want to let you know as we are wrapping up here that the uh, the big news that he alludes to, they announced it just a couple of days ago. Uh, they're going to be joining Toby Mac on the uh, the K-Love tour this spring, and uh, they're pretty pretty stoked about it. I think we'll have a press release coming out here shortly. We'll get it up in the news section uh, in a couple of days as we get more information on it. But anyway, wanted you guys to know if you didn't already, now you're in the know. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Take care. Take care.